0: Uh, patiently waiting down the line now uh, is Paul Dennett because we're going to talk some cricket here on the program. Looks like Australia have just gone back into bat. Five for three, two, one. Uh, just come out after lunchtime. Bit of a slow day today, but uh, here to help us uh, talk all about it and get all the latest from the third test over in Pakistan is the co-host of the Cricket Unfiltered podcast, Paul Dennett. Paul, good afternoon. Hey, Matt. How you going? I'm doing well. Paul, how about you?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I really. Um, it, it has been a slow Test match. It's been a slow Test series. And uh, but in the context of that, I've actually really enjoyed the first two hours this morning. And I think, as an Australian, when I say this morning, this morning Pakistan time, um, as an Aussie cricket fan, it's been pretty, um, pretty exciting because the game was fairly evenly poised. And Carey and Green, sort of the new generation, mm. have had a, a really bumper little session. They scored eighty-eight off twenty-eight overs, so they've got a run rate of 3.14 which is compared to much of the series so far actually pretty quick Carey brought his 50 up off 73 balls and looked really really good and Pakistan actually bowled pretty well they got a bit of reverse swing and as I said yeah the game was in the balance and I saw that before to play today, Crick Biz had Pakistan a 20% chance of winning. At lunch, that has dropped to a 4%. So Australia's batting themselves into a pretty secure position.
0: Okay, well, we're going to talk about uh, Cam Green and Alex Ke- Alex Carey in just a moment, but uh, let's turn our attention back to the start of this test because it didn't uh, start off very well at all for the Aussies. Two for eight at one point. Warner out for just seven. Labuschagne out for a duck. A couple of wickets to Afridi. Uh, what was going through your head when uh, when Australia were two for eight?
1: Well, it was a surprise because the pitch just looked so flat. I looked up the—it's um, um, there hasn't been a Test match here for thirteen years because this was the the city where that um, tragic terrorism incident took place all, all those thirteen years ago, and so uh, this is the first Test match back in Lahore. Uh, so it's quite a, a um, aside from the cricket itself. It's quite a, a poignant moment, but it's hard to gauge uh, what the pitch might do. And I was looking up their first class results this year, and they're just—you know—teams are getting five hundred, six hundred, and, 600 and looking absolutely easy. So for Australia to suddenly be two for eight, hmm. um, I thought, what's going on? And Shaheen Sharafridi uh, really got one to jag back and trapped Warner um, Plum in front. And Manus Labashain played a rare loose stroke. He just sort of fished it one outside off stump, nicked one through. Smith um, came out and there was a fairly loud appeal for LBW first ball. Wasn't ever going to be out, but just for a second, Australia had the jitters. But yeah, Kawaja was um, sublime. Uh, Smith slow uh, but it was an important innings and those two um, took away any early worries that an Australian fan might have and uh, batted Australia into a position of relative strength and then Pakistan sort of wouldn't hit, say hit back because the, the, the wickets didn't fall in a clump but they did manage to take three more wickets throughout the day which is the most that have fallen on the first day of any of the three test matches in this series.
0: Kwaja, brilliant, uh, 91, just short of that century there. But I did want to talk about Steve Smith. What are your thoughts on his current form, Paul? It seems like he can't quite replicate uh, that great form of, you know, a few years back. It seems like he gets to a 40 or a 50 or a 60 and then uh, seems to be dismissed. What's your thought uh, thoughts on Steve Smith uh, and his current form?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, I suppose... If he was answering it, he would probably legitimately be able to say, well, I've got a 70, a 70, and almost a 60 in this test series so far. So um, most players would would take that uh, at the drop of a hat, and it's probably just how high his standards have been. But we can say that. It's been an interesting... Uh, it was an interesting innings yesterday where he played three or four very crisp shots early on, and he was going at a, at a decent clip, and then he got absolutely calmed. I mean, he finished up with... Um, 59 from 169 balls. I would say that the first 20 of those came from, not quite at a runner ball, but not far short. So after that, he really, really did um, struggle to score quickly. Pakistan were bowling quite well. And I suppose it's hard to score a century when you're going to need to face 300 balls or so in order to do so, because eventually one is going to come along with your name on it. So I wonder if maybe um, it's the sort of thing where He could take a leaf out of Alex Carey's book in the way that he has played um, much more aggressively, uh, still without scoring at an an extraordinary rate. But his his very strength can sometimes be a weakness, and that is he's so programmed to play every ball on its merits and take no unnecessary risks. Mm. If he just played a few more aggressive shots, that that could have been the right thing to do. But I'll circle back to what I said at the beginning. It's a you know a couple of seventies and a sixty odd, not too bad.
0: Yeah, not too bad at all. Now, uh, Cam Green, Alex Carey, both not out, 62. Uh, you mentioned Carey being a little bit more aggressive. He's 62 off of 100. Uh, how good's this little partnership we've got going on at the moment, Paul? Oh, it's very
1: exciting because Green, in amongst some very, very solid defence, plays some of the most beautiful shots you'll ever want to see, uh, rocks back and punches through point in a way that you can hear the commentators uh, jaws dropping. You can't. That's a pretty bad metaphor. But um, they are very um, impressed with the the way that he plays and the the talent that he's got on show uh, you just keep on thinking that the potential upside is so high. And and yeah, Carey coming into this series was the one player in the Australian side who really hadn't quite uh, done so well. And the the, the last innings where he got 90-odd and now this innings, they are really the sort of final piece in the puzzle as far as the Australian batting lineup is concerned. And but the, um, the fact that they're scoring a little bit more briskly uh, is also putting Australia into a position where, you know, Pakistan, they made the miracle last game I was on. I think with you, i said it would take something like a miracle for them to avoid losing. Well, second most overs ever batted to score a draw in the 145-year history mm-hmm. of Test cricket. So they pretty much got a miracle. The way the Aussies are playing, they might be up against it again in this in this third test
0: yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you expecting the pitch to do over the next couple of days? And, and, yeah, are we heading for a third draw, or can the Aussies do it?
1: Yeah, it's... it's um, the, the things that you'd say in, in Australia's favour are that Pakistan have definitely been getting some reverse swing. The dismissal of Steve Smith, he had been facing some high-quality reverse swing from Nassim Shah, and then Shah sort of bowled one that didn't swing back in and hurried through and got him out LBW. So... The reverse swing got him out indirectly in that first session. Uh, I think it was a testament to the, the skill that Green and Carey showed that they never really looked in much trouble. But there was definitely a little bit of reverse swing on offer there as well. So I'd like to think that Stark and Co. will be able to get some reverse swing, and there is a bit of uh, footmarks start, starting to de- to develop. One or two balls are starting to spin um, extravagantly. I would say that if this was a pitch in another part of the world that I'd be quite confident by day four and five it would be really offering something for the, for the bowlers. It's just that I felt that that might be the case in the first two tests and it never really eventuated. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, I still think there's a, a chance that we may actually get a result in this game.
0: Uh, Paul, in closing, uh, I did just want to turn our attention uh, to Will Pukowski because he has been medically cleared to return for Victoria. Uh, it did take uh, a few neurologists and some concussion experts to clear him, but uh, good news there for Will Pukowski.
1: Definitely, and um, I, it's I think the outcome that I, I really wanted to hear. Um, the right thing to do. You get the, the specialists to look at it in a very sober and dispassionate way and if they say it's safe to come back then um by all means come back and uh a lot of people were it felt like that last concussion for a lot of people that was the threshold that people on the sidelines are saying oh now it's time for him to, to stop and i i thought that was premature i thought you know it's not up to us to, to say that it's up to the to the experts and if they've given the go-ahead that he can continue to play then i welcome that and i, I wish him every success i still think that he has a, a potential test career of substance in him now obviously it's it's going to be an issue ongoing because he, he does seem to be susceptible uh to concussions but um you, you know the analogy it's a, it's a flawed analogy because pat cummins's um, condition had nothing to do with concussions but there was a time as well where he had been the great hope of australian cricket and some of us are starting to think ah just getting injured too often it's not going to happen well suddenly it has happened and he's the number one bowler in the world and australian captain so who knows? Um, I'm really uh, hopeful that um, he, he can still have a, an excellent test career because his, his talent is so strong that um, Australia's cricket, Australian cricket will be all the better for it.
0: We wish him all the best, uh, but, yeah, we do hope he does remain safe, especially uh, with those concussions there um, and anything regarding the head. Um, you you want to take um, a lot of precaution uh, there, but, yeah, all the very best to Will Pukowski. Uh Paul, big thanks to you for joining me here on the program this afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and go, the Aussies. Good on you, Matt. Thank you. There he goes, Paul Dennett, co-host of the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. I thank him for his time here on the show this afternoon.